0: Amen and amen. All right, Proverbs chapter 19. Proverbs chapter 19. We've been preaching through the book of Proverbs for quite some time. And uh, we're going to get through a few more verses tonight. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about how to do yourself a favor. Amen? How to do yourself a favor. And uh, so I'm going to ask you, if you will, we've been sitting for a little while. Let's go ahead and stand in reverence to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 19. We're going to go look at verse 8. And we're just going to read on down to verse 12. It's just a few verses. Again, how to do yourself a favor. Again, these aren't anything new as far as subject matter. We've, uh, the book of Proverbs has brought these things up over and over again. And uh, as we've said before, if God feels it necessary to repeat, then we need to find it necessary to listen again. Amen. And, and uh, so Proverbs chapter 19, uh, beginning there with verse 8, says, He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. Verse 11, The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and is his glory to pass over a transgression. Then finally, verse 12, The king's wrath is as the, is as the roaring lion, but his favor is as dew upon the grass father we ask your blessing upon the preaching teaching reading of the word of god tonight lord as we look at some of these parables here and uh, lord as we try to apply them uh, to our own lives and father i know we probably all have things going on and father i know that uh you know we all have responsibilities and still got a couple of work days left and different things going on but if we could just kind of put all those things off to the side for just a few moments here a few minutes Father, focus in on the preaching of the Word of God, and Father, you brought us here to this point in time because you want to share something with us, and uh, Father, there may be some here tonight, Lord, I don't know, Uh, only you know hearts. There may be some here tonight, Lord, that aren't saved, and Father, even through this uh, simple lesson, Father, that's geared more to the believer, but we know, Lord, through the preaching of the Word of God, that a heart could be pricked, and we could see their need to be saved, and Father, certainly we would love to see that tonight. Do pray for that believer that might be struggling with some things. Father, we heard many prayer requests tonight. There's a lot of things going on in people's lives, uh, Father, that are unpleasant. And uh, so, Father, just uh, speak to our hearts. Help us to get a hold of some things, understand some things. We'll thank you for it. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. All right, you can go ahead and be seated. You know we've all probably heard that phrase uh you know do yourself a favor you know or try to do yourself a favor some some type of situation like that and there are certain things that we can do or i should say not do uh that can make our life better amen and and, uh finding that out uh, the older i get in other words there's you know uh, often you know when we think about behavior often we're we're kind of focused on those outward things that we're doing but really Behavior also includes our attitude, amen? You know, you can do the right thing with the wrong attitude, and, and, and certainly that's not a good uh, way to be. And so there are certain things we can do or not do to make our life better. There are certain attitudes and behaviors that can make our life better as well. And, uh, and again, I, I think that that's an important uh, uh, principle there to understand. And so tonight, we're going to be looking at how to do yourself a favor, And uh, the book of Proverbs, as I mentioned even in my prayer, there are so many things that we can learn from these different uh, subject matters. We've been taking different looks at them, uh, applying some different applications and so forth. Um, Of course, we know the book of Proverbs deals with wisdom and discernment. um, uh, Even though it's an Old Testament book, uh, some 3,000 years old by now, uh, it's still very relevant for today. These are life principles that you can apply to your life whether you be young, old, male, female, uh, these things are certainly apl- applicable for today. And so, from the book of Proverbs, it deals with wisdom and discernment. and And I think that that you know we, I think a lot of times you know we make things a lot harder than what they really are. You know, um, you know, there's people out there that uh, you know want a better life. They're, they're they're wanting to change. They're wanting to do this. Uh, and I think sometimes we feel, you know, in order to, to maybe get our life together, we really have to dig deep into some type of complicated and complex, you know, way. And, you know, we buy books and magazines and watch different shows, and, and we're really just trying to get to the bottom of a lot of things. But, but I don't believe it's that hard. I, I believe we have everything we need that is the Bible uh, to help us to live right, amen? I, I believe that you can take any subject matter that you're going through, any problem that you're going through. The Bible says, Solomon even said, there's, there's nothing new under the sun, amen? Uh, your problem is not unique. It, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's there, uh, God understands, and the answer to every problem that we might be facing, every struggle that we might be going through today is found in the Word of God. And I believe that with all my heart. Uh, and, and again, I think sometimes we make it a lot more difficult. Maybe we think our issue is, you know, uh, unique in some way, but, but, but really it's not. And so wisdom is really just simply doing the right thing, really in our lives daily. You know, we've talked about that. A lot of times we don't really seek the wisdom of God till everything goes bad, you know. Uh, you know, now there's a problem, so I want to see what God wants me to do. Hey, listen, if, if we just do things right daily in our lives, uh, handling the many different situations that pop up in life daily, um, you know, there, there isn't a day, there isn't really even a matter of minutes that goes by that we don't need to be making a decision, uh, a choice, and we always want to do that with a biblical approach. Amen. If it's a big thing, a little thing, it doesn't matter. We always want to see that through the filter of Scripture. And really it's just taking the Bible and just being sensible about things. That's what I mean. It's not really as complicated and complex as sometimes we make it. And when we do that, though, uh, even you know, the, in, when we're faithful in the little things, certainly we're going to be faithful in big things, but, but the, the, all this, when we do that, when we live the life we're supposed to, this in turn glorifies God. Amen? Not only, as we've learned through this, that, that proper behavior, to, it also blesses the lives of others, amen? Uh, especially if you've got a family, if you've got children, grandchildren, an area of rule of some kind. Hey, listen, when you're right with God, certainly that's going to bless them as well. But it also, as we're focusing on tonight, it's also going to bless you. And you, listen, living right for the Lord, is a, it, it does you a huge favor, Amen? Amen. You know, hey, listen, a lot of times we're in the situation we're in because we just simply haven't followed what the Bible says. And so let's just look at some ways that we can do ourselves a favor, and certainly are not limited to these, but again, we're just picking some scriptures tonight to go through as we look at uh, Proverbs 19, verse 8 through 12. So number one, uh, love the life God has given you. In other words, have respect for yourself. Now, we're going to look at this not the way that maybe Dr. Phil would tell you to, or somebody like that, but the way the Bible says, amen? And a little bit different, all right? So, but look at verse 8. It says, He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. By the way, your soul is who you really are. You know, your soul is you without skin, you know? This old tabernacle you have, that that's not you. It's just a vessel, Amen? And uh, so, he that getteth wisdom, loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. And so, certainly, this isn't talking about being self-centered. Certainly, the Bible teaches, uh, you know, preaches against that. Um, We're not talking about selfish behavior, selfish desires. Certainly, the book of Proverbs even is uh, not just the book of Proverbs, but the Bible throughout. We're never to, to do those things, to please the flesh, if you will. But there is a type, and I don't really want to use this word, but I just can't think of another one, but there is a, a type of self-love that I believe that is right, and I believe that it is beneficial. Um, God has given you a life. Amen. Maybe it wasn't under the greatest circumstances that you came to, into being, but God has given you a life. He, Listen, God has allowed you to be born, and He's given you a soul. That's a great gift, amen? And, and so again, it's, it's something that we need to understand. And if you do not respect yourself or value your life, then you are disrespecting something that God cherishes. Yeah, that would be you. Amen? For God so loved the world, right? You see, you might be down on yourself. You might be giving up in some areas. But I want to tell you something. You're special to God, Amen? He allowed you to be born. And so that's what I mean is, is you know, that, that type of, of self-love. In other words, you, are, you, have, you have worth tonight, amen? God allowed you to be born, not for your purposes per se, not even for the purposes of your parents, but for His purposes, amen? And, and by the way, He'll know what uh, you need to make you happier more than you ever will. But God has created you for His purposes, so cherish what God has made. I'm saying love your life. Not in a selfish way, a biblical way. But understand that God has given you life. And when you do, I believe this. When you really understand that God loves you, He's allowed you to be born, and certainly sending His Son to die for you. I mean, if, if that doesn't prove, you, prove His love for you, I don't know what would. Amen. <laughs> you know, do you realize tonight that if God never done a thing for you on this earth... We still wouldn't have anything to complain about. Amen. I mean, He gave you His Son so that you could accept Him as your Savior and not burn in hell forever. So if He never done another thing for you tonight, we wouldn't want to bury our hands and our our face in our hands and say, Woe is me, God doesn't love me. Yes, He does love you. He's, He's done more than you can even fathom. Amen. But. We have a loving God, and He certainly does things for us, amen. Hey, if you're able to get out of your car and walk into this building tonight, you are blessed, blessed indeed, amen. So again, cherish your life. Your life's a valuable treasure. You ought to take care of it. But as I was getting ready to say there, if once you understand that, that God has allowed you to be born, I believe it's just going to create a hunger in your heart to seek not just wisdom, but biblical wisdom, and to value that, and, and nourish your life, and guard your life, Amen. That's something we could preach on as well. But this uh, will bring much good in your life, as the verse verse eight says there. So number one, do yourself a favor and love the life uh, that God has given you. Uh, number two, do not lie, Amen. <laughs> you know that preaches. Uh, do not lie or bear, or be a false witness. Look at verse nine. False witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh wise shall perish. I know we live in a day and age where lying is almost expected, but we've talked about that. But certainly God uh, isn't pleased with that. You know, there never was a wise person who was a liar. Impossible. It's not going to happen. Liars are fools. That's what the Bible says. Uh, lying uh, that would include a lot of things bearing false witness against one another or even bearing a false witness about yourself you know uh, uh, misrepresentating yourself if you will misrepresenting yourself uh, listen that kind of behavior is going to bring a bad things in your life uh, even the judgment of God in, in many cases and you're not doing yourselves any favor when you're a liar uh, you don't want to do that you think about those who bear false witness in the Bible in different ways. Uh, remember the men there that accused Daniel and set him up to be killed? Uh, they themselves would end up in the lion's den and their families, unfortunately. We think of Ananias and Sapphira pretending to be something they were not, misrepresenting themselves, if you will, and and God would punish that hypocrisy in a most severe way by taking their life. And so do yourself a favor. Don't bear false witness, amen? Don't lie. Uh, God isn't pleased with that. Number three, know your position or place in life and stay within those boundaries. Now this, you know, this kind of goes against the grain of society. You know, I cringe when, and I know people, well-meaning people do it, but they'll take a young person, maybe just a teenager, maybe somebody in their early 20s, and, and I know they mean well, but they'll say, you know what, you can be anything you want to be. You can go out and do anything you want to do. And I want to say, no, they can't, no, they can't, okay? And I don't mean that in an ugly way, but, but I, don't, I don't think that's good advice, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, there's a reason why I'm not a brain surgeon or an astronaut, you know? And I, I mean, I'm joking, but I'm also being serious, okay? Okay. Um, uh, you know, so know your position, your place, you know, in life. Stay within those boundaries. Don't get all rebellious about this. Look look at verse 10. It says, Delight is not seemly for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. And so here we have a couple different examples. And, and I know there's some good men of God that might have a different view of this. But what, what I kind of understand, what, what I've learned over the years is, is that we have here some examples of people that are being out of place. Um, in other words, for the position they're trying to fill, if you will. The first example is a fool here. And, and this is somebody that, that is a fool that is somehow having access to maybe certain luxuries or opportunities. I remember... Oh, this has been 30 years ago and and uh, uh you know the the lottery was was big in West Virginia at that time and we lived in North Carolina and uh, so you know uh, kind of familiar with West Virginia we used to go up there a lot but but uh, uh I remember watching this show I don't remember what it was and and uh, this guy he was just a he was just a West Virginia hillbilly probably a pretty decent guy but he just you know he just was a a country boy uh those types of things well he, he won some money you know it was a million dollars or so it wasn't really you know i mean $1 million dollars million dollars you know what i'm saying it wasn't like 250 trillion dollars or anything but but he, he won a lot of money uh and they were talking to him and he said it was the worst thing that ever happened to him he said i had no idea what what to do with it and he said i i i, I am i am worse off and the most unhappy i've ever been in my life he said, I wish I'd have never saw that. I wish that had never happened, you know. Uh, and he seemed like a pretty nice guy. But, but here we have somebody that, that had some access to certain luxuries and opportunities, but they didn't have the self-control to properly handle those things, you see. You know, uh, and, you know, in other words, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like this. You know, you don't want a, a 16-year-old young man gets his driver's license and go out and buy him a Lamborghini. That would be a bad idea. Now, he'd probably think it'd be a great idea. But obviously, we know why that'd be a bad idea, right? He's not ready for it, okay? it may not ever be ready for it. And so, again, we need to understand our position and place in life and and not to be ashamed. This isn't anything about... We're not talking about worth uh, tonight at all. Then the other, uh, you see there in verse 10, uh, you see uh, where it says, uh, uh, verse 10... It says, uh, uh, where'd I go? Oh, the delight is not seemingly for a fool, but look at this, much less servants to have rule over princes. And so the other is, is here, servants, or really what the Bible calls slaves, ruling rulers. It says you wouldn't have that. Uh, now, in Bible days, we need to understand some things that, that uh, most people were usually enslaved because they were terrible with their finances. <laughs> They, in other words, they didn't have social programs back then. So basically, when you got in debt because you were foolish, or, or maybe sometimes it wasn't your fault, uh, but, but the, the bottom line here is with most of these people, they, they were terrible with their finances. They, they didn't do things right, okay? They did foolish things that, that caused them to, to go into debt to one another. Uh, and certainly, those kinds of people... Shouldn't be in some type of leadership position. They, you know, they would, They you know, they shouldn't be a prince. You know, in leading people, if if they have a t- hard time just uh, ruling their their own life in the proper way. And again, this isn't about worth. Okay. Uh, again, there's a reason why I'm not a brain surgeon, and there's also a reason why I'm not a president. Okay. You know, those are things way out of my league. All right. Uh, and again, I. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. Okay, those, uh, those, that's our lot in life, and and you know this whole prideful thing that the world owes you something, and you can be whatever you want to be. Listen, that's just not a biblical approach, uh, and it causes a lot of problems and unhappiness in people's lives, and and we don't want to do that. So you can do yourself a favor by knowing. Uh, our, our place in life. And, and so we need to be careful about taking responsibilities, uh, positions, if you will, that, that we simply can't do. And we have to be honest, um, and we're going to balance this out, so we'll, just bear with me here. But we have to be honest. In other words, we, we, we should recognize our strengths. And when I say our strengths, the, the things that God has given us, only by His grace that we are what we are, but we also need to recognize that we do have weaknesses, you know. There, there are certain things in, in life that I'm not good at, that other people are better at. And we need to recognize, I think you'll do yourself a favor when you, when you recognize those things. And, and again, uh, not try to force your way through life. Uh, don't try to be somebody you're not, Amen. Uh, accept your place and position in life. Now, there is balance to this, as I said. You know, obviously, I like zeal. I don't think we ever need to be an underachiever, uh, particularly when it comes to young people. Sometimes it takes time to develop into a certain position. Certainly a young man out of school, out of college, certainly they're, you know, their brains aren't even all the way developed yet. So, I mean, they still got some growing to do, and who knows what they might become. They might become something greater than we ever anticipated, so we're not talking about being underachievers. But we have to know our limits. Amen. We have to know our limits. And that takes time and probably some mistakes along the ways. And just admit that there are others that are better suited for things than we are. Amen. And accept that. So you'll do yourself a big favor of that. Number four. Do yourself a favor and don't be easily offended. Amen. You know, that right there will preach. I, I tell you, uh, that right there would... <clears throat> would uh, help a lot of churches out there, amen. Everybody's wearing their feelings on their shoulders. As I think I mentioned this here a while back. I remember how many people, now I didn't get saved until I was 31 years old, so I used to watch TV a little bit. So. But how do you remember, this would have been probably 70s, late 70s, uh, Baba Black Sheep, remember that show? Robert Conrad, you know what I'm talking about? And he did this diehard, remember the battery commercial he did? Now, he's kind of a muscular, tough guy. And he'd walk around, he'd have this battery on his shoulder. he'd walk up to the camera, he's all tough. he'd put his shoulder out there with that battery on there, and he'd go, I dare you to knock this battery off my shoulder. Come on, I dare you. You know, some people do that with their feelings. They just walk around with their feelings on their shoulder, just waiting for somebody to knock them off. Amen? Ready ready to go off, ready to pounce in a moment. Hey, listen, that's no way to live. Uh, do yourself a favor, don't easily be offended. Look at verse 11. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is, is, his, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. So we need to be slow to get angry, amen? The Bible tells us that. But we notice what this does for us is we really, I just kind of want to focus on the last part of the verse, and it is His glory to pass over a transgression. Uh, what does glory mean? What does it mean? Well, glory, just simply, you know, we think about glorifying God is to, to uplift it. It's to, it's to make something look better. It actually means enhancing beauty. Uh, patience with other people makes you a beautiful person. You hear me? I mean, that, that's something that's so important. You know, patience makes you a beautiful person. It brings that person... Uh, respect from others, admiration in the right way. And certainly when you do it in the name of Christ, it glorifies God. Amen. And so do yourself a favor. Don't be, don't be e- easily offended. It's, it's something that glorifies God, it makes God look good, but it also makes you look uh, a lot better uh, as well. So how do we do ourselves a favor? Number one, live, love the life God has given you. Have respect for yourself. Number two, don't lie or be a false witness. Number three, know your position in life. Stay, stay within those boundaries. Uh, number four, don't be easily offended. And finally, number five, uh, consider the feelings of those who have rule over you. Look at verse 12. It says, the king's wrath is as the roaring of a lion, but his favor is his due upon the grass. Again, I've just been trying to take different looks at this. Now, I know that uh, out there in the secular world, sometimes you know those that have the rule over us those our boss our foreman whatever the case may be i know sometimes they can just flat be terrible people um and uh you know but that's just the way that it is amen i you know i i you know i've well almost got the second one raised but but uh i've raised a son and and been around people and you know uh you know, the workplace, you know, that well, that's a testing ground, isn't it? You know, there's more unhappiness, more frustration comes to the workplace, you know, in a person's life. there's There, there just always seems to be that person at work. And uh, that's why it's just not a good idea that every time somebody makes you mad to go find another job, there's going to be somebody else there, maybe even worse than the guy you was trying to get rid of, amen? So you just got to learn how to get along with people. But tonight, I just want you to understand something that a lot of times... You know, those that are over us, whether they be bosses or, or kings or what have you, they really do have the ability, whether we want to admit it or not, they have the ability to make our lives hard or good. And a lot of times it's depending upon how we treat those that are over us, you know. Uh, your pastor back in his younger days used to have a little bit of a lead foot and, and uh, I used to get pulled over a lot and... Uh, You know, being cocky and all, for whatever reason, I would just make matters worse by getting cocky with the police officer, and uh, that wasn't real smart, was it? You know, and uh, you know, probably could have done a little better had I not been so bowed up about things. The system's against me. You know, the man's after me. (laughs) Um, So what I'm just trying to say is, is that you know, those that have rule over us, you need to understand some things. You know, I uh, I don't uh, you know agree with everything I used to watch on Andy Griffith, but you know uh, I was I've probably seen every one of his shows several times, but uh, I remember one where Andy and Barney are they're talking about a mean teacher they had, and they're talking about all these mean things they did to her, how they put uh, ink in her thermos and put a tack in her chair and. And uh, they're laughing, and old Barney says, yeah, she sure was mean. <laughs> the teacher, you know. <laughs> I like, don't sound like she was mean. It sounds like you guys were mean. But, you know, often, you know, we accuse a boss or someone who has authority over us is, is not seeing us as human beings with feelings. That's usually what we don't like. We feel like we're being disrespected. They just see me as a number. They don't have no no respect for me. They don't they don't see me as a person. But our verse encourages us. You know we're not to do the same thing to them. They're a human being too, amen. And you know they have feelings. They have families. They 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 have same things types of things going on in in their life as well, uh, and probably facing pressures that you're most likely you don't know anything about you know not that you need to or should but I, I'm just trying to get you to understand some things I'm just, I'm just trying to help you do yourself a favor your boss or authority is a human being they have feelings and certainly when we look at the word of God we're to love our neighbor as ourself amen we're to even love our enemies right and uh, that would include your boss that would include those that have authority over you um, i'm not saying they're right but pray for them treat them with respect and kindness you you can't control what they do to you but you control what you do to them and a lot of times just uh you know just a, a bad reaction could make a bad situation worse you know we have the tendency to take a fire and fan the flames with our response amen you know because uh, at the end of the day they do have power to influence your life <laughs> You know, and and you do yourself a favor to to remember that. So so do yourself a favor. Consider the feelings of those who have ruled over you. And so we'll finish with that tonight. You know, these weren't groundbreaking, you know, uh, things that we looked at tonight. But I do think they're very important in our lives. You know, uh, these are things that we all are faced with each and every day. That's why I love the Book of Proverbs so much. And, you know, if God's speaking to your heart about anything tonight, you know, like I said, we, we covered just five. And, uh, you know, there's certainly a, a lot of other things that we could have talked about as well. But as I think about this list, you know, what about the life that God has given you? You know, are you disgruntled? You know, um, you know God didn't make a mistake. You're here. There's a reason for it and if there's things in your life that aren't what they need to be then then you need to you need to get in the word of god you need to find out what's going on maybe you need to be saved maybe you need to rededicate your life whatever it is but god's given you a life and you need to have respect for that you know what about your honesty tonight you know there's different ways to be a false witness and we don't we don't want to be a part of that i know in today's age sometimes we feel like we got to lie and cheat you know tax season's coming up amen amen Woo. hey do yourself a favor don't lie know your position and place in life you know a lot of marriages could be saved right there right amen hey listen we can't help who our parents are Amen. Appreciate where you're at in life. Don't be easily offended, amen. Hey listen, you don't hey listen, you can't be a rebel your whole life and be happy. That's foolish behavior. Consider the feelings of those that have rule over you, whether it be any type of authority. Police, teachers, bosses. The list goes on, amen. They're human beings, amen. And uh, you know, a little humility can really be doing yourself a big favor in some instances amen there's a lot of great things we can learn here tonight so let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed and we'll go to